When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The I'm Dustin Ross. This is the friend zone. And here's the news that you can use. First up, in addition to his hit series, Sisters, following four women through their lives and friendship, Tyler Perry has just announced upcoming series on BET, Bruh, chronicling the lives of four male friends. Up next, Bitch, the story of Carol Baskin. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, relationship expert Alexis Skye (laughs) recently... (laughs) Recently made an Instagram an Instagram post, excuse me, stating that it's two months into quarantine, and if you haven't changed spiritually, physically, mentally, or learned a new skill, ask yourself, what am I really doing? Alluding to the fact that next time it'll be two cucumbers. Uh... And finally, <laughs> and finally, First Lady Michelle Obama made a reported thirty-six million dollars for her memoir, Becoming. She's expected to make twice that for her upcoming documentary about what we'll all be doing with restaurants and nightclubs after quarantine. Be going. <laughs> Welcome to the friend zone. You're <laughs> <laughs> looking at the audience. <laughs> mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? I don't, we don't, they don't. Hey, friend, how you doing? Hey, guys. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing real good. Doing Everyone amazing. Everyone looks fresh-faced and well-slept. Yeah. Oh, it's the sepia filter. <laughs> Mine is 12 hours. So are you guys sleeps. ready for, for this week's black business? Only if it's the blackest. <laughs> this one is. Is it the blackest friend? <laughs> so uh, it's our friend, Xavier Delos' birthday today. Hey! Happy birthday, XD. Happy birthday, Happy birthday XD. XD. <laughs> one of the funniest niggas walking the earth. I mean, truly. Also known as one half of the Jade and XD podcast. In yeah. lieu of gifts, his only wish is for people to subscribe to his YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash the XD experience, where he will be making his return after three years of absence. <laughs> That is so cute. I cannot wait because I didn't get to experience XT on YouTube. So I'm very excited to be (laughs) right. So I'm very excited to see what he's going to bring to the table. Uh, If you've gone to his channel before, you see he's done skits. Asante has been a part of them. (laughs) Please. He he redid Erica Badu's. What video was that? Window seat. Window seat video in Central Park. Park. (laughs) (laughs) With Asante grabbing the clothes as he was walking and throwing them. So, you know, this is about to be hilarious. Hilarious. So go ahead and subscribe now. And I'm sure he will be posting that content very soon. Once again, that's youtube.com. 
forward slash the XD experience. Happy birthday, XD. And this is this week's Black Business Highlight. Happy birthday, XD, you filthy animal. Happy birthday, <laughs> Black man. Are I'll you guys ready you for the recap? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So on last week's episode titled Groundhog Day, it was the Asante Smith takeover. Still thawing out from 420 festivities. <laughs> that episode was a lot. <laughs> Asante, do you want to tell people what you discussed? Those who may have missed yeah, it. Yeah, last week I decided to set these guys up with sci-fi scenarios and talk about some of the things that I've been watching and seeing in film and cinema. And just kind of get a little bit of insight on some of these time loop scenarios. Um, and a lot of you guys had a lot to say as well. So... Let's hear what you guys had to say. Let's start with you, Fran. What did you find in those SoundCloud streets? Actually, I am stepping into a place I haven't stepped in before. Instagram DMs. Oh, you it's going down in the DM. <laughs> going down in the DM. So Ambria said, I lived across the street from the Tiger King of Harlem. That day was <laughs> insane. I had to be 11 or 12. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> So it was your mama. <laughs> it was your mama that was in Goody Mob talking about who's that picking out my window. How? That was your mama CeeLo was talking about. <laughs> Damn. So her mom, we got a firsthand account. We have a firsthand account straight wow. from Damn. Harlem. So she says that day was insane. I had to be 11 or 12 and my friends and I were outside. We saw the tiger in the window. The project is Drew Hamilton, but ever since then, we call it Zoo Ham. And that's, <laughs> and that's, that's when spray painting was big. So everyone had a free Ming shirt or a Zoo Ham shirt. Oh. Definitely oh. a memorable time in my childhood. That dude had monkeys, alligators, and everything in his project apartment. His downstairs neighbors would complain about urine leaking from his apartment into theirs. Anyway, hope all is well. Oh, my God. Wow. Amazing. You know. That made my day. And the crazy thing is she sent that DM literally like five minutes before we were about to record. I'm The timing. Divine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I have to read this on the show. Woo. Dustin, who stood out to you? Um, Hey, y'all. So really quick, I want to give a shout out to my girl, T.S. Madison. Yes, Maddie. Hey. She made an appearance, which she frequently makes appearances on Dr. Heavenly's YouTube channel. They're friends. And so um, she was on there and they were discussing. This is actually yesterday. They were discussing the upcoming season of Married to Medicine because one of the other uh, cast members, Toya Bush Harris, um, Detroit native, but no allegiance on my behalf. Um, so Toya Bush Harris was actually a guest on Dr. Heavenly on uh, Dr. Heavenly's YouTube channel previously. They made nice. They had a great discussion, um, a fun closet battle. They both have multi-level closets. One, uh, Dr. Heavenly's is three stories, I believe. Toya Bush Harris's is two. So it was like a cute little closet battle on, on uh, YouTube. Fun. That's you know, nuts. just a fun moment for the fans in between, you know, quarantine and between seasons of Married to Medicine. They're on their way into season eight. Well, the very next day, Toya goes live with Dr. Simone, one of the other doctors, and they trash Dr. Heavenly. So we were fortunate what? enough to get a live. Yeah. I mean, just like seriously. So we were forced, fortunate enough, rather, to get a live from Dr. Heavenly on YouTube 
right after she had gotten wind of what they were talking about. And and to add another layer to our level of being fortunate, YouTube star T.S. Madison and television star (laughs) T.S. Madison was actually the guest on Dr. Harley's show for that moment. So when you get a chance, just tune in to the most recent episode of um, Dr. Heavenly's daily quarantine YouTube show. Comes on around noon, but her and T.S. Madison uh, really gave us a good time, and I'll just leave it there. Um, so that was a tweet from Dr. Heavenly that I was highlighting, and that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> the other tweet that I want to focus on comes from Kelly Price Jr., which, love your name already, okay? You was a friend of mine. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Kelly Price Jr. tweeted, I was like, she I'm trying to tell you. It says, y'all, I'm trying to, y'all, quote, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm about to eat a salad. The salad. And then there's this picture of a salad that has <laughs> boiled eggs, ham, ground beef, all this shit on it that's not healthy. Loaded. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> what about you, Asante? Who stood out to you? Uh, shout out to everybody. I was just going through trying to fi- pick one, but everybody touched on like different things that I mentioned or different shows. So... I'm just glad that there were so many people interested in the sci-fi. Like people were hitting me up about the mention of Counterpart. They were hitting me up mentioned about time loops in general. I just thought it was dope that so many people were so sci-fi forward. Shout out to y'all. Like y'all when y'all get weird with me, okay? We we get a little hotepy weird. Now that the fact we can get a little tech weird. And then the alien spaceships, you know, the UFOs was just sighted. So, you know, better no better time than now to be wondering about the visitors, okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so actually. Are y'all ready to jump into this week's hot button? Because it's going to be a shoot the shit style episode. Pew, 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 pew. Pow, pow, pow. And that was actually the perfect segue because I was going to bring up to kick it off the fact that the Pentagon declassified three videos from the U.S. Navy showing UFOs. And this is top secret. One from November 2004 and two from January of 2015. And Mm. everyone was talking about it and reposting it on Twitter. You know, everyone tagged me and was like, damn it, friend. (laughs) You manifested this shit. I'm like, listen, I told y'all get ready. I told y'all. I you did. told y'all. <laughs> you did. Mm. When I when I seen the footage, the first person I thought was like, let me call a friend because mm-hmm. I need the liaison immediately. <laughs> Everybody that was tweeting back like, welcome to Aliens. I was like, okay, good. I've got friends that can be brave for me because you know, I'm not going to be able to hit the front lines when they, they drop down. You know, I, Maya hit me and was like, do you really honestly think they're going to be nice? I'm like, we don't know. You won't know till you come out and say something. <laughs> First of all, I think we all need to dial it back a couple notches because why in the fuck would we believe something out the Pentagon right now under this fucking administration? With everything happening right now. Anything that they're saying. And in the middle, all, all of a sudden, niggas been talking about UFOs and Area 51, Studio timing. 54 for years. For years. And now y'all want to spill the beans and open the curtain. You expect me to believe after all this time, y'all just now seeing it really is a UFO. (laughs) By golly, by George, I think we've finally seen a UFO. Let's share with the world. 
because this is no longer a secret. Kiss my motherfucking ass if you think I believe all that. First of all, when the aliens come to get us, you'll know because we won't know. <laughs> you ain't going to know what the fuck is walking up on you. The unidentified flying object will truly be unidentified. We won't know what the fuck it is. We probably won't even know it was flying. And then when the people get off with their slimy eyeballs making that noise when they blink and having uh, pre-cum on their eyelids every time Ew, they open them back and forth, you know, that's going to catch us off guard. It may be something with one long ass eyeball across this damn face or so you don't know what it's going to be but it ain't going to be in no information coming from the cricket ass pentagon <laughs> i ain't never seen a pentagon that point to the left so and that was news you could use from dustin <laughs> ross <laughs> no goddamn and they the aliens and they talking about this another point too they talking about uh they talking about uh they they and finally declassified these photos or whatever. Well, guess what? The Trump administration declassified the White House. So I guess there ain't no class, ain't no classification, no motherfucking where. So it makes perfect sense that some misinformation like that would come at a time like this from some people like y'all. I mean, That's I definitely, I, I will hold both thoughts at the same time. Y'all already know how I feel about UFOs. I absolutely believe in them. I absolutely believe our government has had contact with a race of them. But I do agree with you that the timing is kind of funny because this clearly happened. They said November of 2004 and the other two January 2015, but then it's dropping now. And I saw someone comment under the, I think it was ABC News who had tweeted it and started this uh, declassified information circulating on Twitter. There was a tweet right underneath where somebody was like, are y'all just trying to like push us to the edge? <laughs> like bombarding us with as much fear-mongering, you know, based information to just have us at home fucking losing our shit, knowing that people yeah. are already overly stressed, immune system's low, and then you're just going to attack us with absolutely everything that people could be fearing in the moment. So I thought that was an interesting perspective. I'm personally excited to see them, but I understand that there are many who are not. <laughs> Well, Barbara Walters ain't one of them because she was on ABC. Speaking of ABC News, Barbara Walters was on there saying she knew the motherfuckers, the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Said that they had went to some some um, broadcasting school or some shit back in the day. She knew the aliens, basically. Cut it out. <laughs> Asante, you seemed excited on Twitter. I mean... I see Independence Day and all that, you know what I'm saying? I'm just excited to go on ahead and have the veil removed, okay? I'm tired Period. of living in these. I, I don't necessarily need the truth to affect me directly, but if the truth is out there and it gives somebody solace and that's going to allow them to protect me or something, because when I saw aliens, I said, I'm not ready. Like, everybody needs to get prepared however they get prepared. And I don't want to be of the thought of like, well, I'm going to shoot first and end up dying because the alien is telepathic or some shit. So I need all my friends that would be friendly to the aliens to find me the friendlies because I am i don't want to just die. I don't want to get probed or anything like that. I don't want to be violated. OK, no, fuck that. You in the front, too. If I'm in the front, your ass in the front, too. We all going down mm -hmm. together. That's it. Ain't no you ain't ain't no ain't no me. Um, I ain't your uh, your beta. You are you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? in the situation. Uh -uh. The funny yes. thing is, Erica Badu, did y'all see when she had posted a funny-ass meme where it said people were complaining about March being the worst month ever, and then she said April was like, hold my beer, and then you saw the <laughs> UFOs coming into Manhattan? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. We got to stop talking about it because we're going to amplify the thought into the collective and make this shit happen in April. But 
it's about to be May, so who knows what the May flowers will bring. Justin Timberlake does. That's why he said it. It's going to be May. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a podcast. um, It's called Supernatural. One of the little, you know, kooky podcasts that I listen to. Actually, it's from this. I ain't listening. (laughs) It's It's from the same uh, host as Crime Junkie. Ashley Flowers. Oh, okay. So she has a supernatural. I might listen. <laughs> <laughs> she has a podcast called Supernatural where they just talk about, you know, uh, different occurrences that have happened throughout history that no one really had an answer for. And, you know, I love shit like that. So like they why actually... little mama got up on that stick? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Not pop culture. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but they had one uh, where they talked about the relationship between the government and these UFOs. Yeah, aliens and a lot of declassified files and even things that have just been leaked throughout the years. Not that it was fucking the aliens. (laughs) What kind of relations you talking about, (laughs) People, you know, people struggling with whether this is true or not. A lot of the documents that have been uncovered. So definitely check out the Supernatural podcast. Um, the, uh, The episode is called Majestic 12. I had actually just been listening to it Maybe late last week. So when this shit dropped, I was like, uh oh, uh oh. You was ready. <laughs> I was like, it's in like the 11, collector. Nine, 10, 11, <laughs> 12. <laughs> now, moving on to funnier AI news. Do y'all remember Lil Michaela? Oh my God. I cannot yes. believe she made a, can- a comeback. <laughs> I cannot if believe. Ba- if Bahad Bahabi can do it, so can Michaela. <laughs> oh Bahad Bahabi. So for those who do not know what we're talking about, maybe you didn't catch that episode. We had an episode where we talked about AI influencers. That's right. Robots that are being propped as the new influencers. They have tons of followers. The ones that we, or rather the one that we discussed in particular was one called Lil Michaela. That's M-I-Q-U-E-L-A. She has 2.1 million followers on Instagram. Her bio says a change seeking robot with the drip. It's just enough. It's just more programs following with her. That should be considered spam. (laughs) So she has pivoted to music. You guys, she has music now on Spotify. And not only does she have an album. I mean, you have to listen for yourself, my brother. But she just dropped a new single with Tiana Taylor called Machine. <laughs> you think? <laughs> how metaphoric, how poetic. And a lot of okay. people are really loving it and going up for her. If you go to the Spotify page, she has a ton of listeners. And I'm so curious. I'm like, okay, so not only are the AIs jumping <laughs> into the influences. Sims. Sims, I'm dead. <laughs> Wait, you're on the Spotify. How many uh, listens does it have, the Machine uh, song? Uh, Machine just dropped, and it is not where I can see the numbers. It just shows me the two uh, songs she dropped, Machine with Tiana Taylor and Forever. Well, i tell you this. That's brilliant on behalf of whoever is behind Michaela, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because the whole reason we're even talking about Michaela is because she's popular. Music um, is all about popularity and right. being successful in music. Unfortunately, it's not about talent. So this is brilliant because not only is it a shoe-in for success, if people are already interested in this fake bitch, of course they <laughs> want to see you know what she's going to do in the studio. But beyond that, 
what does it really say about the state of the music industry that people are willing, are willing to support the art coming from a goddamn robot, you know? I think that it just speaks volumes about how talent ain't really what it always takes. Um, and as shameful as that is, it's a reality that we have to deal with because of not only a bitch named Carol Baskin, but a bitch named Michaela <laughs> now it look like. Well, she gonna, she gonna diss you, Dustin. What if she did a diss post on her IG? I'll unplug, I'll unplug her motherfucking <laughs> Bitch, I'll bitch, I let your battery die, bitch. Leave me alone. <laughs> now, the she crazy part me. is a lot of the producers and artists and just people in the digital space, especially that I admire in the music space, are aligned with her. Like, you see them following her. You see them leaving comments. They even have done uh, collaborative projects and posts. You can see them on her Instagram. And I'm just so curious. Like, what are we doing? I don't There's know, but she jamming. You listening, you like I'm, I'm, it. I'm listening to this forever song. It's a little light, little light white girl pop. Makes me like wish I was shopping music. at Old Navy right now. Like, okay. <laughs> like I'm at the gap. Should we should we make it a listens lately? No. Because then we're <laughs> we're amplifying the thought out into the collective and it becomes a thing. No. No, no, no. Michaela, you ain't welcome around here. We don't want your kind around here. What if they were to hit you up, Dustin, and, and say what can we pay you for you to come on Michaela's Instagram? And then they, and when you give them your rate, they match it. Would you be down? Yeah, I can be friends with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, I'm a a people person and I guess I will adapt to being a robot person, you know? (laughs) Michaela ain't did nothing to me. I'm cool with the bitch. You know, her her systems and programs and stuff, they work for me. I'm, we good. I'm fucking dead. But I just thought that was interesting that she has now pivoted to music. Like Asante says, she has dropped two singles now, Forever and Machine with Tiana Taylor. And apparently that's going to be her new thing now. She is going to be the first AI superstar. And uh, she's taken over the influencer space. So I'm curious how this music pivot will work on her behalf. I, I hate to be all, you know... Um Kente cloth hat and beaming red eyes about Dr. this. Dr. Umar but, about this. You know, but her, her songs are called Forever and Machine. Hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's trying to tell me? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't trying to be all 5G about this shit, but I'm just saying, like. So, Michaela. I see you, Michaela. I know she's the first of that, but before Michaela, because when you said that, I was like, wait a minute. There's this, uh, this, pop star from japan her name is and y'all know i don't i can't do the names too bad but it's hatsune hatsune miku and she's a 16 year old pop star from sapporo japan but she's the like a a, a digital like pop star in japan like a, a she's a digital pop idol and i remember seeing like these like performances of hers on these screens way back in the day and so when I think of little Michaela, I think, you know, first I think it's weird, but because we're in the house and stuff like that, I think it's cool. And please continue to follow me, camera. But, you know, we, these digital whatever's want to exist in these physical spaces. Why not? Because we exist all like us physically. We exist all over the fucking Internet, whether it just be our tweets on Twitter or whether people. Do hold, get on, little... hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I'm sorry. And I do not mean to cut you yes, off. Yes, you do. Continue. We people. <laughs> uh huh. 
We're people. Uh-huh. So it's not, no, we don't owe a fucking robot nothing. I didn't say anybody owed anybody anything. Like, like we we in this space and we exist. We supposed to. I mean, so I kind of get that? what he's saying, though, because we're humans playing in the digital space. And she's technically a digital that's now playing in the human, well, Correct. quote unquote, human space, because music is still technically in the digital space. So it's all integrated. It's all also ours. We made this. <laughs> won't be no digital space if it wasn't for no human space. We made the digital space. Somebody made her motherfucking ass. Okay? So she's not entitled. But that can okay? go both ways, though. <laughs> like, like all of it. It's only one way. Okay. Well, <laughs> while you continue to be locked down and fooled around on, I just think it's dope because I'm thinking about, like, the times that we are now where, like, these artists are, digi- are performing digitally. Like, Travis Scott, shout out to Fury. He hit me up because Travis Scott did uh, his performance on Twitch. And it was this, have y'all seen that or heard about this at all? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he had uh, dropped his new song with Kid Cudi in the middle of his, not Twitch, excuse me, um, in the middle of Fortnite. So Fortnite is this game where these motherfuckers be building these forts literally like fat quick as fuck while like warring and shit. But there was this big ass like Travis Scott in the middle of like the Fortnite space performing. And then it was like really interactive with all the players on there. And I just thought it was dope. Wait, 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 hold on. You're saying in the middle of like a Fortnite competition? Well, they they stopped it and made it like a, a special event. Like whenever you play these like multiplayer these uh multiplayer games online, they're always like big events. So like if you play a regular game, it's the equivalent to fighting like a big boss. But instead of fighting, um, it was just a big event was a party and it was Travis Scott performing and he kept like transforming like the the set. So it was like they were in a suburb, then it became like an amusement park type shit, and then it turned into space and you were like floating around the whole time vibing with big ass Travis Scott Travis Scott Zilla if you will and his new what? music. It was really fucking dope. And I was just like I mean I can't, people for are some at home. reason I can't picture it. Like I'm trying to understand what oh, you're saying and I can't Oh my gosh. It. I'm gonna send it to you, friend, because you know I can't explain shit right. I'm gonna send no, it to no, you. No, no, it's cause you know I don't understand like the Twitch platform. So I'm like, so were people playing and then it was like a music break? So, so Twitch itself is just a streaming service for video games. So imagine you're watching a video game and you're like the little avatar player, and in the video game, you see Travis Scott. And so he's like integrated into the game as this character. And just crazy because Travis Scott, I think he did like the soundtrack for NBA 2K last year. So I didn't, or actually, I think last year he did it for this year's NBA 2K. But I just didn't think he was going to go into him being like in games like that. I just think it's dope that he's taking these twists and turns. Hold on, let me get this video to you. Just send it to you on the side. I mean, I'm fascinated. I mean, have you guys seen the, uh, <clears throat> there have been conversations even with like Elon Musk, because, you know, he's kind of been at the forefront of a lot of the technological <laughs> advances in this generation. But he and a couple other people have talked about how robots and even just AI are going to be a part of us, you know, whether it's things that you, um, oh, Asante sending it in the chat. Whether it's things that you will add to your brain to allow you to think faster and maybe body parts that you can switch out for robotic arms, robotic legs. Like there will be opportunities to be part robot for those who are down. But but, okay, so before you get your full question out front, I want to ask you just because I know like you're so like holistic and all this (laughs) cool shit. How would you integrate that type of technology? Like if they offered 
all of the upgrades or prospects that you like today that they don't offer any of that shit. So like to today, like make I, you live forever. Yeah. Like today they just offering fucking butt plants and facelifts, but like tomorrow <laughs> they, they doing legit. Like if you want a fully prosthetic body, you can get that. Like if you want to have your life backed up in, in case of a big life changing event, you can get that. Like, what would you do? How far would you go? I wouldn't, I don't think I would switch out any of my like body parts for robotic prosthetics the only thing that i would play into is like that movie what was it called limitless limitless yeah with bradley cooper is that it yes where he took Man, he the fell pill off after that. No, I'm just <laughs> that's what they were saying on the where game he took that like, limitless no, pill that like uh made, made, enhanced all his shit and made him remember yeah made because apparently we use any moment yeah we use a very specific percentage of our brain but when you took the pill that like tripled it or whatever the hell you used like half the power of your brain so i (laughs) would you say (laughs) nothing (laughs) so i think i would be down to take those capsules and just try to see like if it uh increases my capacity i think that that would be pretty cool but i don't know that i would like switch like there's this one man i forget what country he lives in i don't know if it's like sweden and he literally has this headpiece like metallic headpiece that was surgically implanted into his brain and he's like sounds like queens <laughs> wait but what what does the headpiece do i mean it's, so you can get better it, reception essentially it's the limitless pill but it's in the form of a headpiece mm-hmm. and so you know it's coming i mean the options are coming for you to yeah. be down I just don't know that I am. I mean, I won't say I don't know. I will say that I would not be down, but I would be down for some capsules as long as they are organic. Yeah. I I, <laughs> <laughs> I think if they offer like all that technology, I would opt to get like the, the backup just in case something did happen. But outside of that, I don't necessarily want any of those prosthetic upgrades or whatever, unless it's to replace something because something happened. You know what I'm saying? But I know people off Ripple probably be like, oh, girl, I'm going to go get, you know, this, this and that implanted in my shit. And I'm just being like, no, I can't. Like, I don't even like the thought of like small, like minimal, minimally invasive surgery, let alone a whole installation of a fucking arm or leg uh, or eyeballs. And I don't even want to wear the damn contacts. Like, I watch these anime where the motherfuckers be getting their eyes hacked so they can't even do shit properly. Their they eyes lag hacked? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, Ghost in the Shell. They just... Uh, did a new version of it on Netflix, but when they be trying to make moves or dodge bullets or something, they be like, fuck, my eyes were hacked because the shit be gone the off fuck? on their ass. And see, they couldn't see. That would be my fear jumping into the AI prosthetic game because what if they hack your arms? Uh huh. Hack mm-hmm. your legs. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't trying to play with all that. Here's another question I have for y'all. Uh, there's this like, theory that there's this pro there well this part isn't a theory this part is true there's a mars program right but there's this theory that with all this quarantine thing and and even with climate change planet earth is going to be a dub and there's going to be an opportunity to start like new civilizations obviously it's going to be expensive they're trying to say that the wealthiest the one percent will have the option to leave um, but let's put all that aside and say that we could all afford to go. Would you be down to be part of the exploratory team that would leave dubby ass earth to find a new place for us to live? Would you be down? Would you leave earth for that option? Dustin. <laughs> Dustin's face. <laughs> 
I don't I don't even think I need to to chime in here. I think that everybody I'm not going until they at least got the rough plumbing laid out. <laughs> I'm not going until the Wi-Fi is set up. I'm not going until it's a couple McDonald's. I'm not going until, you know, it's a, a Walgreens available. Like there's conveniences of life that I need. And that's one thing this quarantine has taught me. And I don't think that they're available on Uranus. So, uh, you know, Definitely I got to go. I got to go after they built up the uh, the infrastructure and shit. So you just wouldn't want to be part of the, the beta testing group. Hell no. So a creature from another planet can fucking swallow me whole while I'm trying to bend a corner <laughs> on Mars. I don't think so. No. Mm-mm. What about you? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to die anywhere else other than Earth. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna take you down another sci-fi trip, okay? Mm-hmm. Th- there's a show that comes on sci-fi called Expanse. By the way, I have to find it. There is a very, very like beautiful fucking scene of ex- of Expanse. Like one uh, one of the seasons ends, and there's this big ass explosion, and it's this really cool shot of the whole fucking ship just like like every piece out, and then they like do like this cool shot around. Anyway, on Expanse. The, uh, there's some shit, there's like this thing called the proto-molecule and that shit's like traveling through the universe and uh, anyway, somebody like died with that shit on a planet and then became part of the planet and was controlling that shit and was trying to drag that shit back to Earth because the spirit of the person just wanted to go home. They didn't even realize they was taking the whole planet home. But I just what? thought that shit was weird. I was like, I don't want to die somewhere random and then get fused with something and they think they're taking my essence or some shit and it gets fucked up in the game. I just rather die here on Earth, get buried and be done, and you know, re- replenish as I can. I just, but right, I just want to get shot at the store or something. Right, right, something <laughs> you know regular. But you know, yeah. I, best of luck After to the club. team. <laughs> I, I do want a future for you know my my peoples and my family. If I you know decide to have more family too, but I don't, I ain't getting on the ship. I, I don't even like planes that much. I get sick, you know what I'm saying? So space, huh. then time travel's a little different. That jumping and all that, I can't do it. I'm not built for it. Mm-mm. I ain't die though. I ain't going down with this <laughs> shit and putting my hands up and surrender. Okay? Wave that white flag, honey. Get it out. <laughs> so you wouldn't feel anxiety though watching like the first group leave. You wouldn't be like, damn. Maybe I nope, should. Nope. I'd be in. just like Portia Williams. Bye, Ashy. <laughs> Bye, Ashy. Sure would not. Two dudes. Good it would be exciting dudes. to think about. Like it would be exciting to think about their journey, like optimistically, <laughs> if possible. But I would like watching them go. I would be like, I'm praying for them. I hope they make it. I hope they can do it for the people because I would just be scared to get on that plane and just that that shaking and all that shit. And then you know people lose it when they're in space. There's no day or night. It's just darkness and then planets as you go. Like I don't know how it process all that realistically. Maya had me dead because we were talking about it and she was like. I don't trust our government. I feel like they would say you're going to space and then they're just taking you to like Costa Rica <laughs> to, some, <laughs> to some uninhabited land and having you all fucked up thinking that you paid to go into space somewhere. I was like, we wouldn't know. <laughs> right. We wouldn't know. Again, another reason to stay your ass home. No. <laughs> would you go, friend? I would not. No? No, I would what not. They, what if they needed you? You know what's funny? That's another conspiracy theory that's going around, too. Shout out to Conspiracy Theory YouTube. It's just my favorite nook of the world. But they, they're they like, there are a lot of people who they feel they, like, need to harvest them for whatever different reasons, whether it's information they hold, 
what they can provide for the community or whatever like resources they'll need to tap into and one lady was saying that she was threatened they were gonna kidnap her so <laughs> i really wish y'all could see justin's <laughs> face right now. <laughs> 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 Yo, because, i like, can't <laughs> This shit is getting crazy, man. Like, she got threatened. On. And the thing is, she's actually this really brilliant woman. I won't say her name because I don't want to send any trolls her way. But she's brilliant. She's like this great granddaughter of one of our presidents. You know, she comes from a very specific lineage. And I am I was fascinated. I was definitely hearing her out. You never know. Sometimes this you... Like, it must have been one of them Bush daughters that was getting drunk and shit, <laughs> getting DUI. That's who made this up, friend, one of them drunk-ass Bush girls. That's who made this up, friend. No, not at all. But, you know, it's just a lot of information out there. And I think the fun part for me is, like, imagining which which of it is true and which mm-hmm. of it people are quick to discard without actually knowing that we could have some information right there at the tip of our hands. <laughs> I really wish Most there was a camera. <laughs> but no, I say all that to say <laughs> that, that I would not button, leave. Hit that I would not leave. I would stay and be part of, you know, this collective that, funny enough, the way I see it, maybe the 1% will leave because they'll take it as a privilege to have the ability to leave. And then we can start a whole new world <laughs> without, this, you know, these conversations about ca- uh, classes and race and money and billionaires and capitalism and who knows. Start a whole higher yeah, vibrating. What'd you say? Broke, Brokeville, USA. Brokeville, USA. And we all start a whole new world. I was like, that's how I choose to see it. I think it might actually be cool. Be like... Bye, Ashy. Bye, 1%. <laughs> wow. I do think it'd be an interesting show, though. What if they turned it into a reality show? The 1% <laughs> I'd, in Mars. I'd be interested in watching that play out. A lot of celebs signed up. I think I remember reading, like, well, I won't did. say any, so we won't get sued, but there are people that signed up for the Mars <laughs> There's program. a list out there, y'all. There's a list out I'm there, I'm glad y'all. you didn't. I'm glad you didn't say no names because now I can talk about that crazy ass for signing up for a lift to another motherfucking plane. What the fuck? What the hell is wrong with y'all? All that money y'all got and you still making dumb decisions like this. I, I want to go. Meanwhile, Ain't nobody never been before. I got the money. Curious. I'm going to go. You know, they want to be part sitting, of history. Somebody probably sitting Famous. in a prototype car right now thinking it's a spaceship. Talking about, well, I got my peace of mind. And it's like, that's supposed to be a Tesla. It's, it's not. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> So here's a joke part of it. Like Dustin was saying, if he were to be there, he would need Wi-Fi. He would need Walmart. What are the things that you would need in a new territory if you were to come up into a new planet? Especially now that we're in quarantine, I think it does kind of bring light to what you didn't realize. You cannot live without. It's just necessary for you to function. What would the new planet have to have for you to pull up? Obviously, Obviously, Costco. Um, <laughs> certainly, Target. Uh, oh my God! I'm screaming what? at Costco. No. <laughs> um, um, definitely need. I ain't even got no hair, right? But as an advocate for the black community, 
We need beauty supply stores. <laughs> Thank we you. We need, um, you know, so we can at least feel our best. We need um, YouTube. We need access to YouTube so that we can develop the skills we need for the shit that didn't make it to the new planet. <laughs> um, what else? I wouldn't mind a hot sign attached to a Krispy Kreme, if, <laughs> if at all possible. Um, some things, some things. We should name this episode Planet Costco. Planet <laughs> Costco. Planet okay? Costco. And I got my card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Asante? What would the new planet need to have to entice you to get into that spaceship? I am. This is so simple. <laughs> if we're going to a new planet, I just need safety and security, okay? I can't be on a new planet and it's like, well, there's dinosaurs here or flying beasts or some shit, okay? <laughs> if it's a planet where it's no roaches or some shit, I'm, I'm going to be there. You, I'm very, very simple. Just don't give me no extra new dangers. Like, oh, instead of earthquakes, there's electrical storms every couple hours. It's like, uh-uh, I'm not going. Like, just give me something. If they're, Like, I just need there to be regular oxygen. I don't want to put on no regulators or nothing. I don't want no poisonous, like random being type things i just i'm I'm simple i can't go it's just really that simple for me. i just can't go you don't know what's but gonna what be there but what if that's the trade-off where they say you will have everything your heart desires like everything everything you could think of you think of it then i'm really maybe in- maybe there's a new manifestation level up there too where if you think it boom it appears so you could mm. literally have anything you want just by thinking it but the catch is you don't know the dangers that are lurking because it's a whole new planet. I ain't going. So that's the trade-off. <laughs> I ain't going. I, now, before you said that last part, I was about to say, now nah, you really got me in my Maya bag, okay? Because <laughs> now I really know y'all finna just drop me off in Antarctica or some shit, and this is just really a TLC show. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> I just, friend, I'm, I'm, friend, I'm weak. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm weak. I can't even take, like, other animals' anatomy. So if there's aliens and they looking like... Like Dustin was saying, they got the one eyeball or the pre cum on the eyelids. Like that's gonna disgust me. I'm I, so I, mad I'm, at that. I'm not gonna be able to be like, I'm glad there's other beings in the universe. Like it's just gonna make like I'm I'm immature. I'm weak. I'm I'm not. I don't feel bad saying that. It's just the truth. It's best you know now up front, so you know what I can't can't do down the road. Okay, <laughs> I, I just can't go. Please don't go. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Dustin, what do you think would be your contribution to the new planet? What resources do you provide? Uh, absence. Shit. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. I ain't going to no new motherfucking planet. I'm barely making it on this one. Shit, all the shit going on around us. I'm screaming I'm at absence. Go try to... <laughs> yeah, I'm finna go rough it somewhere else. I'm from the motherfucking hood anyway. I made it out of there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just living the good now and shit. Like... Taking care of myself, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm getting comfortable. Like I'm not finna uproot all this and go somewhere else. So I gotta be worried about racist <laughs> and demons and shit and all kind of crazy shit coming around the corner on me. No, thank you. Mind you, I'm I'd rather just go out here. Mind you, I'm usually that. the optimistic one. <laughs> but when it comes to the unknown, I truly it's truly unknown. <laughs> so I'm thinking the worst. I don't like those movies where we haul off and we fire first, but <laughs> I'm I just, dead. I do. I do. I don't. I'm from. A, I'm from. A, I'm from Michigan. It's a right to carry. <laughs> I get that, but you know because they aliens and shit. Them niggas made it. They flying through space, so we think our little weaponry's gonna work, and we already just can barely get satellites up in that bitch. I'm like, oh, I'd rather God. have something than nothing. Shit, I'm gonna put a hot one. It might not make it through far through you, 
but it's going to make it to you. <laughs> I'm going to put a hot one in your motherfucking ass. You come uh, Tusi sliding out of the UFO towards me if you want to. Talking about uh, left tentacle up and shit. Uh-uh. No thank you. Pow! Okay. Boom. Goes the gun. I am not playing no games with no motherfucking alien. I don't know where you coming from. I don't even like dogs like that. You, I don't even know where you coming from. <laughs> No, thank you. Wait, hold on. We got to change the episode title. Tussie slide out the UFO. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. For too real, good. man. Wow. For real, From man. From spaceships on Bankhead to Tussie sliding out the UFO. <laughs> but I just had to put some weirdness just to kick off the, the shoot and the shit episode. But let's reel it back uh-huh. in. Back to reality. Back to planet Earth. We are... I don't even know, day 40-something or other of quarantine on planet Earth. How are you guys doing? I didn't even know what number we were at. I think Cheska Lee is doing like a countdown (laughs) on a calendar. I saw her post 40-something like earlier in the week. But how are you guys doing? How are you feeling? How's it going for you guys? I'm not keeping count of the day, the time, nor the hour. Um, I'm just existing. You know, I'm trying my best. Um, I hate it. I miss going out. I miss having fun. I miss having a life. Um, but I'm, I'm thankful that I'm healthy and I have my life cause it's a lot of people who don't. And that puts me in check every time I, every time I get ready to start complaining about this, I do like, uh, Mary Jones did in precious and I shut my fat ass up, you know what I'm saying? And mm. I just sit there because it could be a lot worse. Is it enjoyable? No. But are we going to make it through it? Yes, we are. So that's where I'm at with things. Have you come to terms with the idea that this is going to be all of 2020? Uh, We haven't come to terms with that yet. We're still negotiating. (laughs) (laughs) Because I ain't just going to do that. I got to have some. I just, I really, this is so superficial. But I just really want to be in a large party, like a club, and feel that bass from them big-ass speakers and just see people really feeling good. I miss that. I miss that. I miss parties. And there's so many other things that are, are so much higher on the priority list. That's not even on the list right now. But I just really, 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 really miss that. Because I, much like Beyonce and her homegirls, I like to party, okay? <laughs> so, But it's sad, too, because I feel like parties are not going to come back for a long time. Even if we do get not. out of quarantine, let's say in the fall, which I honestly don't even think so, but let's just say, for dev- you know, being a devil's advocate, I think parties are just not going to happen till next year because it's just too risky. <laughs> 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 Uh, next summer <laughs> summer 2021 hopefully if people aren't still freaked out by then Asante, how is how is quarantine treating you so far in day 40 whatever it is uh i'm not keeping track of the days either for the most part it's not necessarily a walk in the park but for the most part i've just been kind of taking it easy i've been getting on live a little bit just because i want to like be happy well, I'm happy because we're in quarantine, but like just to kind of like bring a little joy to other people's lives, I try to get on live and fuck with people a little bit, or just to get on just to say that like I'm raggedy today too. So you sitting there feeling raggedy, we all are. It's kind of the state of where things can be sometimes. But um, I'm not like tripping off on nothing. I'm kind of just 
like enjoying this time where everybody's inside kind of getting this time to like reflect and i think before everything went on lockdown <clears throat> um last month i remember hearing kind of early on that they were talking about they really wanted to do this shit for like two years like one to two years initially so i think yeah um when those reports like changed and they were like oh it's just gonna be these 30-day quarantines i was already kind of thinking like this can't be right how do we go from one to two years just down to these 30 days so i'm kind of already been in this mindset of like even though people think these uh, restrictions are going to be lifted soon, that this is going to be a game that we might be playing for a while. So I've just kind of made my peace with the fact that I'm going to be indoors and I'm just kind of figuring out like, you know, what I want to do regularly to keep peace, whether it just be like daily projects or accomplishments they go or, and that that's been coming up on the, on the Twitter. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what's wrong with Google, but Google has been the Google ads. They've been trying to get you to buy the non-essential things. And I don't know why. And I just need Google to leave me alone. Please <laughs> tell us more. What have your Google ads been, Asante? Friend, you, you don't really want to go there. I will just say this. Shout out to everybody on Twitter that supported your boy. Because <laughs> I, all I know is I've seen this thing. Okay. I don't want to say what it is or what it does. But the thing had a rig on it for your camera phone. And I was like, what? Huh. And that's all I'm going to say. And that's it. Was it a what about you, friend? with a camera? Damn, friend, yes. <laughs> what did you Wait, get? it was? Oh, my God. I was yes. <laughs> oh, my God. How the fuck did you know? Damn. A flashlight with a camera. Holy shit. I couldn't. So, look. It, it looked look like it. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Google Quick Shot Launch. I was like, what What's the fuck it is this? Google Quick Shot Launch. Go to Google and type I in. I wish we could make that the episode quick, title. <laughs> no, you can't. Quick Shot Launch. It's literally like a, a rig that you put your flashlight in and it has like a thing to hold your cell phone on. I was like, who has done all of this? And I jokingly said, because I wasn't going to buy it. Wow. I, was, I said, somebody look at this and buy me this. And shout out to my fellow Pisces, Erica. Shout out to you, girl. She said she was going to get it for me, and she kept her word. She cashed at me the money. So, internet's been great to me. Life has been what? great. I ain't got wait a check. Wait a minute. Wait I ain't got a check. She ain't asked for no demonstrations or nothing. So, you know, I'm... <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm clear on what you're saying. I want to make uh -huh. sure I'm picking up mm -hmm. what you're putting uh -huh. down. <laughs> Verbally. Uh -huh. So, you mean to tell me that you found a sex toy, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. We're, and we're gifted uh -huh, uh -huh, mm -hmm. this sex toy uh -huh, via mm -hmm, an admission uh -huh. of what? Your desire uh -huh, for uh -huh, it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it came up with my Google and I was like, I need somebody else to see this and buy it for me. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that this was a thing that was made. And so you put that message where? On, on Twitter. <laughs> I, I told Twitter, I was like, I said, I said, I normally try to keep my perv shit off of here, but everybody been going off. I had retweeted somebody and I said, Eri the girls have been planning their pocketbooks since the beginning of quarantine. Not our pocketbooks. Okay. Listen, I'm telling you, people have been going off. So the fact that all I did was ask for this toy, that was highly mild compared to the things that have been going on in my shout out to Orlando had bitches showering and shit on Zoom and Instagram. I was like, what is what are Wait, we doing? Hold on, what? What happened? Shout out to our friend. That's my friend. <laughs> That's my friend. He had people showering on Zoom. Yeah, there was a, a couples. This young woman was. Oh she took a milk bath. It, it was some expired milk poured all over her body, and then she washed off for everybody with the what? What's the Dettol? Is it uh? 
That's all. <laughs> yeah. And Naomi Campbell uses to clean down her seat on the airport, on the airplane. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And furthermore, I kept wondering, why is everybody saying this milk is expired? And I kept watching the clip because someone had shared it on Twitter, I think it was. And I guess there were moments where it looked like the there was, was a occurred. pause in the stream of milk that was coming out of the of the jug. <laughs> It looked like there's an interruption of sorts. I'm like, oh, so that must be why everybody's saying it's spoiled or whatever. Because I didn't know. Once I had seen it, I thought, well, do they mean once the milk hit her, it's rotten? Or do they mean, like, I'm like, do they mean because of where it's dro- rolling down on her body? Did you see her like, face? Like, yeah. Every, you could see her everything. You saw a lot of things. <laughs> you, her everything. There were no shows on that too. A friend of mine was a uh, part of. I mean, there are many Instagrams that have people performing, <laughs> and he his Instagram actually got shut down, and he sent me an article and everything that this popular newspaper wrote on his about his Instagram channel, and one of the young ladies said she made eighteen thousand dollars by being a part of his. Instagram and having pinned her cash app, I guess it was as a comment, whatever it is, you know, whatever it's called. And she made $18,000. Shout out to her. Well, now you know why they shut it down. (laughs) (laughs) So we're the only ones getting money up in here. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's, I mean, you know, the creativity, I will say it was kind of nice because she was in the article, she was saying, you know, she was shook because she's a dancer and it's like, this is killing her economy you know mm-hmm. but us having to be home so it was nice to have figured out a digital way to provide the same services and it's safer number one because she's in the safety of her own home no one's touching her she don't have to do nothing and she made even more money doing it digitally than doing it in real life so i was Damn. joking with my friend i was like they ain't leaving home after quarantine. And, okay. <laughs> ain't going to be clubs, no clubs. It's going to be deserted. I can't believe, I can't take that. Because I was going to say out of everything that everybody's talked about that they want reopened, like, I'm not saying that the strip club should go on the essential list. But, you know, in places like Atlanta, niggas be going to the strip club just to go. So it would be funny just to watch social distance, social distancing played out in a place like that. Like, you know, every stripper's on every other pole or some shit. Not uh. every other pole. <laughs> <laughs> Wiping down your own pole before and after. Okay. I mean, it is sad to see how many companies are starting to tank. You know, a lot of my favorite restaurants are already starting to close and like, you know, important neighborhood cafes and like staples of the community. That's kind of been surreal that they just are not going to make it. Yeah. I've been going hard being an asshole by telling people they need to stay the fuck home. But it is going to be really sad to see like all these businesses that aren't going to be able to make it through this because nobody's prepared to just be closed for an experience, uh, an extended period of time and be able to like pay for shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be really, really sad to see. It's the dark side of all of this. And those businesses closing are going to impact a lot of people's lives in a lot of different ways. You think about certain spots that have been special to you at certain times when maybe you was going through some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you just needed a place to get away. And that was your only means of escape. And, you know, I'm not I'm not no bitch. So, you know what I'm saying? I try to keep it together or whatever. But it is certain places I like to go to just... You know, get away. <laughs> and so, like, seeing those kind of spots closing or whatever, that's an example of the the varying levels of impact that this COVID shit is having on everything and everybody. 
and I root for local businesses in my community, especially since I moved to New York City. It's become something that's even more important to me because I understand the importance of it now and the importance of it, um, you know, enabling communities to thrive, you know, like I said, for lots of different reasons beyond just the commerce. Um, so I just I'm, 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 I'm sad to see this part of the pandemic affecting people in that way. I'm sad to see people in my favorite establishments no longer being employed, no longer having um, uh, uh, income. I just think about all that kind of stuff now. So that's the dark, uglier side of this that not a lot of people are talking about, but I'm pretty sure everybody is aware of. Yeah, I'm curious how different our neighborhoods are going to look, you know, just from everything shutting down. We're going to have to, like, reconfigure entire neighborhoods because of this but i mean it is what it is let's uh not stay on quarantine or covid conversations do you guys have any light-hearted or funny things that happened to you this week stories pop culture scenario i do (laughs) so uh, (laughs) Uh so i was in costco the other day right oh lord (laughs) it's so funny right i had just said to myself when i was waiting in line at costco which I actually used as a way to kind of spend some time with some of my friends. We all met at Costco and like waited in line together or whatever and then went in. So that's a, a cool way that you can kind of get to see some of your friends maybe, if, Aww, you know, whatever. That's such a cute idea. But, right. And then like I was kind of kicking it with one person. So the other two people was kind of kicking it. So it's kind of like a little, you know, a thing. But anyway, so uh, when I was in Costco, I was having this thought, though, to myself. So let me take it back a little step. First of all, there's long lines to get into any large retailer like that Mm -hmm. in New York City. So Target, Costco, any of the stores that are open, Dwayne Reed, CVS, these places have lines to enter. With a um, a place like uh, a retailer like Costco that has bulk items, people need like large amounts of bathroom tissue and paper towel. People are flocking there, so I knew that there was going to be a long line. So I prepared myself to be as comfortable as possible while I waited in line for Costco on the sidewalk. I went on the sidewalk before I went to the sidewalk. (laughs) You picking up what I'm putting down. So I'm sitting there in deep thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, you know, just taking it all in, thinking about COVID. Hell, 18, not just 19. And so (laughs) as we about to walk into the thing or whatever, (laughs) damn, um, I seen these little kids that I started noticing, rather, that the little kids that were in line with their parents had masks on, right? And so I'm like, damn, that's really sad. Like, I can't believe I'm, these little kids wearing these masks. It's like fucking me up emotionally, right? I was really on the line. And so as we going inside, you know what I'm saying? I show my card and I go in and I had to stop at the um, membership desk because the last time I was there, they printed me a new card. And long story short, it was the wrong kind. So I had to stop in on my next visit. This was my next visit. So I go in. My friends went in. They all snuck in on my membership card. But I love you, Costco, so thank you. Uh, (laughs) And so, because it's only supposed to be two people. It was four of us. (laughs) But anyway. But anyway. So um, as I go in, I'm in my emo bag because I was seeing these kids, like I said, with masks on outside and really thinking, like, that's terrible that these kids have to deal with, you know, wearing a mask to go the fuck outside. Y'all, I pull into the membership desk. I go up there to handle my business and immediately see it was a um, a mom and a dad. And they had like a, he couldn't have been no more than like two or three. And he was sitting, you know how you can sit the child in the top of the shopping cart and they're facing you with their legs through the holes. <laughs> he was doing that. 
<laughs> he would not stop pulling his mother and fast mat his mother and father's masks off as they were trying to talk to the <laughs> the the, the, uh, the Costco agent at the membership desk. <laughs> he was so damn bad. And he was like yanking his off and then he was literally leaning up and pulling their mask <laughs> off their faces. Damn, they were trying no. to keep them on so they could talk to the Costco people. And I was like, see. Fuck these kids. This is when I'm sitting here feeling sorry for these damn kids. Just when I'm feeling sorry for these goddamn kids. They're in here terrorizing their parents at a time like this. I couldn't believe it, but it kind of just put refocused things for me because that shit was so funny, y'all. I'm telling you. They need to leave that badass at home. Speaking of masks, you guys sold out my friend uh, Imani Miller's mask shop, which is so cool. Thank you for that, man. She literally posted the site up, and 30 minutes later, it was sold out. Yeah, I was like, oh, I forgot to warn you. Like, (laughs) our our supporters do not play when it comes to stuff like that. So thank you guys for that. Y'all are the shit for real. Oh, and also, I while we're here, um, Jade released a second series called Cocktails in La Casa. <laughs> hey. Jade is working, working. So she has her food show on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Jade of all Jades. If you sign up to that now, <laughs> she has two tiers. There's a $5 tier and a $12 tier. And if you sign up right now at patreon.com slash Jade of all Jades, you will get a cooking episode every monday morning which is so awesome she has you see how jade is she has an infinite archive of recipes and just how funny she is she's really fun to learn from and then every friday on igtv you will see a cocktails in la casa because she's also a bartender so she's putting those skills to use and teaching you how to make all of the drinks all of them all the ones that she knows jade is a cooking ass baby she's so Uh talented bro i'm so happy she will cook yeah and and the cocktail videos are quick obviously because it's quick cocktails like they're like five six minutes long and the first episode is already up you can go to Jade of All Jades. That's Instagram.com, Jade of All Jades, and, and check out the first episode. And then, like I said, sign up to her Patreon for the cooking episodes. Had to shout love that out because she's it. killing it. Yes, she's so funny, love right? To see it. Love to see it. Jade can cook anything. She can cook county. <laughs> so she, can, she can cook out. <laughs> okay. Lord. It's been she fun. can cook eat. It's been fun working on that with her. And I feel like it's funny because quarantine i've been working more which i'm like where did that happen i thought i was going to be resting more but it's actually been quite the opposite but it's been fun because i'm working with my friends so that to me is the ideal setup to have her videos look great for don't they look great Great. thank you she's a natural jade is about to do so oh my god um i love seeing her just i love seeing her expand in that way because cooking is a natural um it's a it's a hobby and a gift for her. She totally. really enjoys doing that shit. Yeah. And making drinks. And she done got me fucked up several times. I know you don't drink, friends, <laughs> you know. But like she done got me fucked up several oh, times, yeah. you know? That sounds so like the I, irony yeah. of my non-drinking as producing a drinking show. <laughs> That's why it looks so good. Okay. Okay. Well, we can stay focused on the drinks. <laughs> But I love it. It's been fun. Uh, like I said, working with all my friends. Um, I'm really. You said it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been fun. 
<laughs> and the thing about Jade, which is what's so crazy about this quarantine, is that we had found a, a really dope production team and the funding and everything for her to like do this on a whole different level. Um, but mm. obviously, because of travel being cut down and just uh, mm-hmm. the social distancing, we couldn't make that happen. So I'm like the interim production team until everything's yes. lifted. So I'm glad that we could make it happen. And, you know, it's tough when like a lot of us had so many plans on things that were going to kind of like help elevate our careers. And then it's kind of on pause for now, but I'm glad that we're figuring it out. We're finding a way. Cause she's still out here putting out content, even despite <laughs> those changes. And shout out to you for walking it like you talk it. You you often have um, referenced on this podcast the importance of an ecosystem. Amen. And really in, in introduced that concept to us and to a lot of people. Um, and so to see you actually doing that, you know, making making that happen, being the ecosystem for someone else and making sure that y'all rise together and shit and, and that Jade is still able to you know, get some things out that she's really worked hard for and hard on. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, pause. <laughs> 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 I didn't mean to call you a hard dick, Jay. But yeah, like she likes. That. It's good to see that, friend. It's good to see that. See that. It's good to see that, friend. It's good to see that. I'm thankful. Thank you for that. And speaking of ecosystem, thank you guys for all the love that I got on the internet. My birthday was on Friday. And yes. happy birthday. Friend. Like happy the- birthday. <laughs> Our support system is so sweet. Like, y'all don't even understand the letters, the DMs, the tweets, the comments. Were the letters handwritten, any of them, friend? (laughs) Maybe. You show giggling. You show giggling. (laughs) You know. Look at you blushing. I know um, you don't wear makeup, so that's a natural blush. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Somewhere handwritten, somewhere very thoughtful and very kind. But I'm so thankful for those of you that took the time out of your day to, uh, you know, send some love my way. That's always well received and super appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin. You deserve it, girl. Look, I'm your brother. Okay. <laughs> don't you know? I'm your brother. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it was a sweet birthday. Uh-huh. I spent it in my sauna that I bought. <laughs> yes. Which, first of all, first of all. <laughs> I read that and I was I like, oh. And I, I said, how Fred, how she get a jacket sauna? I said, how did she get a sauna that's a damn jacket? Fran literally zips herself up into this sauna and it is so metaphorical of Fran being in her own bubble of peace in the midst of chaos that I just, the sight of it is hilarious for so many reasons. And it's also rich nigga shit, so I see you home. <laughs> I just want you to know that. My favorite part was when I first first posted it on Twitter and IG stories. I was like, this is an infrared sauna and it's a portable one. And people were like, jokes. And then I posted it actually in my house. They were like, bitch, wait. <laughs> you really bought that <laughs> she really, I'm trying to tell. <laughs> you fucking with a heavyweight. This okay. friend, hey, friend, hey. Okay. And okay. my friend Carmen, did y'all see what she posted on IG? She was like, in your bag. <laughs> that shit had me so dead but honestly it's been amazing i'm gonna do a whole uh wellness segment on it obviously i just wanted to keep using it for a couple of weeks first because y'all know how i do i don't just like pumping random products that i have no actual 
involvement with, but no. I've been using it. And honestly, it is a game changer. It really hey. feels like when you step into the sauna at the gym, y'all know how good that feels after a workout. So I'm so glad to be able to have that in my house. So I'll, you know, I'm going to give it a couple more weeks and then I'll prep a nice little wellness segment that breaks down not just the benefits that the website says it offers, but the actual benefits that I feel after using Through it for usage. a month. Yeah. So I can yeah, get firsthand I experience. I love your approach that way. You know what I'm saying? You don't tell nobody about shit you ain't experienced. You write your own raps, friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Anything else you guys wanted to share that has been coming up that has nothing to do with COVID? Um, this is not the best news, but I want to issue a rest in peace to Ashley Miss Minnie Ross from oh, Little Women man, Atlanta. I saw that. Yeah. That really broke my heart that uh, Miss Minnie passed away tragically uh, from a hit and run accident in Atlanta. It was not COVID related. Damn, um, she was unfortunately victim to a hit and run. Miss Minnie wasn't always my favorite character on Little Women Atlanta, but she was an intricate part of that story. And it was really groundbreaking and trailblazing that this um, cast of little women, little people, um, had, had garnered such national attention by simply living their lives and allowing people to see the normalcy um, in their lives as little people and not necessarily make them sort of a spectacle in that way. Mm -hmm. And so that that's huge. We laughed and talked shit about her moments, and she's given us some iconic moments like the whole bon appetit with the high five mm -hmm. with her mama, you know, all those moments. But what those women did on Little Women Atlanta, it means a lot for a lot of people. And I'm just, it's, it's such a sad, tragic thing to even have to share on this show. So Damn. shout out to Miss Minnie. You gave a lot to reality TV. We love you, baby. And God bless you and your family. So just wanted to put that out there. Oh, man. I saw that this Damn. morning on Twitter and people were sharing their rest in peace. I was like, what? I never watched yep. the show, but I remember how much you guys would share about it every week. So <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I watched it indirectly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, rest in peace. Man. That's really R. heartbreaking. R. Do they have any rest information in peace, on? I guess not. If it was a hit and run. No, it was a hit and run accident. That's all we know. So. How do you live with yourself doing that and then going home and acting like that didn't just happen? Especially if you go online and see that the person actually passed. Oh no, child! Have you watched Dead to Me on Netflix? No, Dead to Me. Wait, what's it about? Uh, Christina Applegate. She. Loses. Oh, you know what? Yes, but that was like last, like a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, the new season's gonna come back. Uh, like I think uh, next week or maybe I this totally week. forgot about that show. Holy shit! Yeah, you remember that hit and run, and then the girl that did it got close to her and shit. Yeah, that whole plot twist at the end mm -hmm. where I was like, what the fuck? I totally forgot about that show. Holy shit. Yeah, that that was jacked up. I mean, you gave away the premise, but that was it. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> that shit, you know what I'm saying? Did y'all watch the, uh, the, the gospel verses this weekend? Oh, <laughs> the battle. Sinning. No. <laughs> Would you, you say like you were sinning? <laughs> Because I had meant to watch it, I set a reminder on my phone, and when I got finished, I looked at my phone like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was sinning. <laughs> I missed it, too. I, I actually uh, started watching. I meant to go click on it, but I, I seen that damn Nene video going around or everybody talking about it. So I was trying to go see what the hell was going on with her ass, talking about how she uh, closed the laptop on the reunion and all that. <sighs> <sighs> I didn't watch the battle. 
I didn't no? even know it was happening. I just don't, I recorded it when I think I went on Twitter and saw people like live tweeting through it, especially a lot of our Christian friends <laughs> that were really excited. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> but I honestly, versus battle I'm not ever, familiar man, so. with a lot of the songs, <laughs> admittedly. Huh? Yeah, th that's where I was going to be at, too. Like, unless they was going to pull out, like, all, all the key jams, but that they're not all made by, like, the same two people. So I was like, I'm not going to know most of these songs. I'm sorry. They said that um, during the battle, behind it was the craziest thing because behind both of them on IG Live, it wasn't nothing but a whole bunch of, like, smoke and clouds. Like, <laughs> it's like, where is these niggas IG in from? Where are they quarantining at? <laughs> Early game. Do you see they're <laughs> trying heaven. to get a uh, Diddy and Dr. Dre to battle? Apparently, hmm. <laughs> why okay. you laugh? That's cute. I, but <laughs> they did say. I mean, I don't know if if uh, what's his name? Swiss Beats meant that figuratively or literally, but he was saying it's gonna be like pay per view. But I don't know if he's just saying mm -hmm. like the. The bigness. Like it's going to be huge. Right. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be the, yeah. how grandiose yeah. of an event. Mm -hmm. Or if he meant literally like y'all are going to pay. People are already complaining like, you know, this is for the culture. Here you are asking our asses, most of our asses who are broke, to pay to watch two damn near billionaires. Well, I know Dr. Dre is. Isn't he a billionaire? I think Diddy's close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, asking us to pay to watch them. People who already... And in the 1%. So I know that was a lot of the resentment that I was seeing online. But, you know. I get that now. But I obviously, I mean, it's no secret to anyone who keeps up with entertainment that obviously this is such a great idea. Um, they're breaking records with the number of viewers that they have. So it only makes sense that this would be developed into something um, more serious and something more profitable for everyone involved. I totally get that. Um, but right now, niggas at home, like, we just want to see y'all do y'all thing on Instagram. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Bring the TV show on and the um, paywalls and all that shit. Bring that on later. For right now, let's just let's just, let's just keep it clean. Let's just keep it clean. I didn't watch all of um, JD and Dallas Austin, but I really liked how they did theirs. Like, I know a lot oh, of people... Oh, I were... missed that. When was that? Uh, Friday or Saturday. A lot of people were complaining because they were going back and forth, but they were, like, talking before each song. Which I love telling the stories. Yeah. yeah. So it was, the uh, JD he said it was like storytellers, and I I, w I wish like if Dr. Dre and Diddy did like they they do it, I would love to hear them like talk about backgrounds of each of their songs because that shit was just so dope to watch JD sit there and then they had music together and so many connections <laughs> to Atlanta. You know they were able to talk about like you know how JD was on um singing the vocals on that Janet Jackson song and. You know, a lot of people was like, damn, I thought this was Nelly on the other songs. It was, so it was really, really cool just to get those insights, especially from those two. Oh, I'm so mad I missed that. I can't I, believe I'll, that. I'll find a YouTube for you because, you know, they always somebody always posts it on YouTube. Oh, I yeah, I was going to ask. Do you think it was recorded? So, wait, it was on Instagram, like, in the same structure, obviously? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. But the difference is that they were talking about each track as they played. Mm -hmm. And it was real clean, too, because they were taking each moment. And then, like, J.D. would be like, oh, yeah, play that. Uh, You know, he would tell him to play a record. So it was, you know, so much respect between the two of them, along with the background, which I just really, really love. I just I just love when niggas can just really get it together. And, you know, after that Teddy Riley shit, I was just so, like, I just had such a bad taste in my mouth. But then it was refreshing to watch them go it that way. 
because I feel like, you know, we'd already been having like the crazy highs with, you know, Sean Gary and his crazy antics and then the dream being kind of nonchalant. So it was cool to watch just two dudes chilling back, <laughs> just respecting each other and just, you know, like being in like just being two industry guys, just talking shop versus it being an e- a battle of ego. That's what I was fucking with. Right, like a, well, why wasn't a simultaneous, nobody talking about it? Uh, what was that show? Unplugged, as opposed to like an actual yeah. battle. Yeah. Or even VH1 storytellers. Like they used to have that show where oh, the artists yeah. would come. Because when I remember uh, Mary J. Blige's Hurst was like the most memorable one to me where she got up there. I loved hers. Like, like. I can see it in my head now. Like her stopping and talking and like sharing those moments and her saying like how she didn't even want to do this or whatever. Like when artists talk about shit like that, like the things that they've done that they didn't want to do or they had to, you know, go through and stuff, it's just always so much more meaningful. Cause you already connect with a damn song and an artist anyway, so to get that like piece of them too is like just another addition. Like you just feel even closer or more enamored. Yes, you do. Yes, closer than close. Oh, I need to watch it. I'm gonna find it to see because I love JD and I love uh, Dallas Austin. I yeah. always tell you guys the story of the, my first time flying into Atlanta the same night. It's literally my first time in Atlanta. I can't even remember what year. That had to be like '06 maybe 07 and there was a huge Dallas Austin party (laughs) Mm. (laughs) that I went to straight from the airport which is so gross I didn't even shower but it was like that serious they were like you gotta come meet us and I was just like whoa (laughs) talk about just whoa just whoa (laughs) his house is like a UFO the lighting (laughs) the people that were there I just felt like I had stepped into a whole different dimension, just the experience, the energy, the kinds of friends he has, the music they were playing, what people were doing. I was like, this is fucking crazy, crazy on a lot of different levels. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and and yeah, so I will never forget that. That was probably one of the coolest experiences I had, period. And I would love to sit back and watch him and and JD battle because that's so many memories. I mean, they're both, legendary that's our whole childhood iconic iconic architects of music and jd is still in his bag because that song he produced on the clark sisters album is the shit oh lord god forgive me it's it's uh (laughs) that song he produced on a clark sisters album is the jam and (laughs) i just saw something i did not mean that lord god father god (laughs) i did not mean that so but um on a more secular and um i guess sinful note he was in the studio with usher as well they're working on usher's new album mm. and they were doing this song they previewed this song i think it's called believe or believe in love or whatever but it was incredible and jermaine dupree is in the studio dancing behind usher while he's playing this this track that they recorded for usher's upcoming album I, i'm telling y'all yo usher's new forward. single did y'all hear it Sex beat, yeah, oh, with Ludacris and um, that uh, shit is great. John. Yeah, he he played that. Uh, I think he played a little sample of that on the IG too. <clears throat> but um, I posted the link and it's called Masterclass. But yeah, Ooh, JD, come through. Thank you. I'm gonna watch it as soon as we get off. You know, last year at um Essence Festival, you know we gonna miss y'all this year. Uh, everybody's gonna miss Essence Festival this year. But last year I met J- uh, Jermaine Dupree there, and when I tell you, I almost cried. I feel like I remember you telling us that. I have that picture somewhere too, but 
I almost cried, like for real. I didn't cry there, but I. I mean, that's ATL history right there. Friend, I like. I used to listen to them so so deaf mixtapes as a child. Like, like there were so many things. Like seeing him, just and I, we had already seen him before in um like one of the Delta Sky Lounges or some shit. So I was like, oh my god, that's him again. Like this is my chance because you know we had credentials and everything. So I was like, I have to go speak to him, and he was so cool. So it's just cool to see someone consistently be cool so that's what i've always respected about both of them and to watch them both do that and just super Uh. nice and you know the brats functified was the first one of the first cassette tapes i got from columbia house when they used to send you the cassettes for like Uh 12 cents that was the first batch i ever ordered was i remember functified was on it the real mccoy get a grip by aerosmith um aliyah I feel it was like a. I forget how many did they send you? Was it ten or twelve? As many as I could get. <laughs> <laughs> but I never forget the Bratz Functified was one of the first ones, man. And I listened to that so, shit so, so Functified. So, uh, <laughs> 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 fucking legendary, man. So yeah, Brat- I definitely da- da- have to da- watch that. I definitely have to. Dustin, you saw it. JD and, yeah. and Dallas. How did I miss yeah. this? Where did I not catch this? Nobody was talking about it, really. Um, there was a, a small conversation about their different approach to the battle or whatever, but it just didn't get a lot of um, heat. And I think everybody was sort of, yeah, people were still sort of uh, talking about the Teddy Riley shit, mm. you know, dying down from that buzz. And I didn't really see this promoted. As, I personally didn't see it promoted as much as I thought I would have. Right, because it wasn't I, I part of the official versus versus right <laughs> i didn't see it i just happened to get on live and see uh jd was on live and then he was on with dallas i was like what what is going on where like damn. i'm in the cave but damn do you think did y'all see the news i'm sorry go no ahead. go ahead go ahead go ahead <laughs> no because it's different i was gonna make a right so go ahead well <laughs> real quick do straight. you think versus versus is gonna live <laughs> I can't say it regularly. Versus, <laughs> do you think it's gonna live outside of quarantine? I pray that yep, it does. It's gonna be a game show. I think it's gonna be a game mm. show slash TV show um, that they produce. I know when I my um, when I look at the project, well, not the project because it's not a project yet. But when I saw these battles taking place in this versus thing, in my mind, I envisioned a game show where. You know, it was populated by celebrity or not celebrity, but, you know, music producers and songwriters where they're able to use their songs as answers to questions that are developed Mm. um, for that purpose. And, you know, it's a really fun thing. That's what I saw. You heard it here first. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all can give me a check for that. You know, you heard. (laughs) You think it's going to last past quarantine? I hope it does. I see it doing so many different things and I see like there's just so many people we haven't heard from or seen and like i think that'd be part of the fun too like you know who you didn't know did what or like people's names you never even heard of like coming out the woodwork and then you getting to know like their catalogs too and being like damn so this was the real like kind of i guess i'm nosy so kind of digging almost to get to like the truth in the heart of certain of songs because i just really love the I love the master class that they did. So I just keep thinking of it like in that version. If, if it could be like, especially because I just did the um, Inside the Actor Studio episode of Friends On, like it would just be really dope to 
get these like in-depth scenarios, but of these like songs that were like landmark to us, whether it was songs that we grew up on or were pivotal us in high school or college or, you know, reaching adulthood. And then hearing that our favorite was fucking depressed while he did that song. He actually didn't fuck with it or how he had to fight to keep that song because someone else heard and they wanted it. Like these are just all like to relive the magic and the beauty of the song is always fun. But then to also get like some more of like what made the song stick to us for so fucking long. I think that that also like that's just something I want to see like last. So I want verses to keep going and translate that way. Dustin, what was your pivot? I don't remember. <laughs> da, darling, don't you know what's the thoughts are fleeting from my mind? They just escape into the end of time. You know what? You, <laughs> you, you sound like you sound like scammer PK from Beverly Hills. Nah, but what, speaking of Beverly Hills, sort of. Did you guys hear about um, Tamar Braxton's new show? No. Yeah. Um, did, what's it called? To Catch a Beautician. No, it is not. I promise to God in heaven. It's her and Johnny Wright, the um, famous hairstylist from D.C. They used to do Michelle Obama's hair. I can't he's tell actually if cool. he's lying to me or not. God in heaven is my witness. <laughs> God in heaven is my witness. Said, no, it's it really is the name of the show. The show is called To Catch a Beautician, <laughs> and it's hosted by her and Johnny Wright. So she has and two shows? Like because I thought it was something yeah. else coming out that was like... Um, what was it called? Get your life. Get your life. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently she did with this deal over at VH1 because <laughs> this show is called The Catch a Beautician, and her and Johnny Wright. It's like twenty episodes. Her and Johnny Wright. It's like the cat. It's like a beauty version of Catfish. Like when people <laughs> get gonna say hair. The you catch ever a seen predator. Like, I was about to say wait. <laughs> kind of. You ever seen like when um when. Uh, people do that sort of like what I asked for. Versus oh what my I got God, the they're myself. not. <laughs> they're going to get, they're going to find the beauticians. And I, I think that like Johnny Wright is going to give like hairstyle and tips and shit to the beauticians. And Dustin, maybe it's a makeover are you lying involved to of some me? sort. I promise. I know Let it sounds Google too this, good to I be feel true. Like it does. Right now. <laughs> Google, Google to catch a beautician. Because I can catch visualize a visualize an episode and take part of it like, I'm I, telling y'all, y'all think I'll be playing all the time, but I'm serious. Like, you do be really playing all the time, thing. but I do yeah. want this to be true. <laughs> this is really true. I'm telling you, this is really happening, y'all. <laughs> I'm Googling it. Oh my God, he's Take not lying. <laughs> I told you. It's on Variety. Tamar Braxton to host to catch a beautician at VH1. I can't breathe, guys. Told y'all. Read a little bit more of the article, friend, the if Grammy you don't mind. The Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter is partnering with celebrity hairstylist Johnny Wright on the series that debuts on May 25th. The duo will help clients confront the beautician who damaged their hair. Wright then puts the stylist through a hair boot camp before giving them the chance to redeem themselves by redoing their disgruntled client's I can't. Okay, so I'm gonna watch it. So do you <laughs> see, I'm watching. Do, do you see Tamar coming into the salon and be like, "Is your name Sassy Styles 22?" <laughs> yeah. And you say you specialize specialize in the poetic justice braids. Like I cannot wait. And here's the thing. Oh my god. Tamar Braxton has a the re, one of the reasons why people loved her so much on the real was because you got to to to, to allow Tamar to channel like her comedic talent and her, her right. ability to kind of finesse a conversation in a healthy, um, you know, effective manner. 
it wasn't related to personal conflict in her life. It wasn't related to her opinion on, you know, things around her. It was her actually operating as a television personality. And that's why we enjoyed her. And I think that when that when her personality is represented that same way in this new project, we'll be able to enjoy Tamar again without seeing her beefing and battling with people. Because it's not about that. that crazy shit. Yeah. No, we just get to enjoy her having a likable personality in the fun space so i'm looking forward to it when you just read the preview from the show in the variety <laughs> article it just sounds good it i sounds love it. like it's really good i want to watch but obviously they, right can't, they can't ambush these stylists like obviously there's an element no, that yeah, has to it, be a it's little it's gonna be more like organized. tabitha salon takeover or some shit like they're gonna be like we told right, these stylists yep. that today they're gonna get a new client for an app or some shit like that and then it'd be like but today, someone swiped right or some shit on that. Yo, and like, speaking of wait. Tabitha, I am Tabitha, Tabitha who, who we know. Oh. The, the vegan slash actress that does those dope ass TikToks that we uh, highlighted. Was it last week or the yep. week before? So she just got signed by CAA. She is an agency. Right. Like, she has an agent, y'all. That's crazy. That's huge. That is massive. And I'm so excited to see what that's going to turn into. I feel like she's going to have, I mean, I think a cooking show is, is obvious, but I would love to see her have a sitcom, like something with her family. Cause her husband is super cute and funny and they have like the cutest relationship. And obviously her daughter who brought her onto TikTok and was teaching her how to use it, completely changing the trajectory of her mom's life by teaching her how to use TikTok. Cause now she's massive and I yeah, would she love owe that. Her daughter. Yeah, I would love either if it's a reality show or maybe just like a sitcom where they get to where she gets to use her acting chops. Because I would also love to see that they played a clip of what's that show? Um, oh my God, what's the show? Grace, not Grace. Frankie and Grace, Grace and Frankie. No. Grey's Anatomy. No, where um that funny old man that's popular now, Leslie Jordan, he was on it too. That the lady's a redhead. She's the lead. Reba. <laughs> I'm a survivor. They, <laughs> wait, I got to try to. Leslie I love Jordan. Me some Reba now. I'm like, what show was it that he was on? Will and Grace. Oh, oh Will and Grace. Will and Grace. So Deborah Messing. They sh- De- Deborah Messing. There we go. They showed a clip that Tabitha was on there. She played a yeah, she played a cop on Will and Grace. So obviously that started circulating as soon as the news about the CAA uh, signing her. So I'm like, she has the acting chops. I watched the clip. She's a natural. She's hella good. She was hella funny. So comedic timing. She got it. She's a star. Love to see it. So excited for her. So shout out to I am Tabitha. She she actually followed the friend zone account. (laughs) I noticed she followed it on Twitter because she must have been redirected to us highlighting her. So that was pretty cool. We love you. We're excited to see where this is going to take you. And we will be promoting it, whatever it is that you do, front and center. So anything else you guys wanted to bring up? One more thing, speaking of love that the friend zone got, shout out to the artists, two of the artists that I referenced in the Music Man segment last week. Um, the rapper Relly Mo, he showed some love um, on Twitter. Uh, it got back to him that we mentioned his project, and he showed love to us. So shout Thank out to you, him. Thank you, That shit. was so dope too. And also the artist um, J X X I I I, 
she responded and let us know how to say her damn okay, name. Okay, so how, it's Roman said, numerals. Yes, J23. That's her name. It's wow. J23. It's fucking Roman numerals, y'all. Jump shout man, out to man, shout man, out to you, J23. I love your work, and I'm just happy that our work made its way back to you. Um, the circle of life, uh, <laughs> and it moves us all. And even um, when I shouted out Michael Sneed, who was the opening track to this new season of Insecure, I mentioned it when I was telling you guys to check out the soundtrack on Spotify. He tweeted mm -hmm. us as well and said that it blew his mind to hear us mentioning his song because he used to not listen in class because he was listening to the friend zone. So to hear wow, his <laughs> when he was in high school. So for him to be highlighted was just a really cool uh, full circle moment, which also made me feel like, damn, we're old as fuck. He was in high school, not listening to class. Right. <laughs> but it also means we connected and he was mature. So shout out to you, Shout my out nigga. to you, like, Michael Sneed. That's what's up. <laughs> and look at you winning, nigga. Look at you winning, nigga. Shout out to Michael Sneed, goddammit. <laughs> Since we doing a shout out corner, I would like to shout out. I would like to give a shout out to George Johnson. Um, his Instagram and yes. Twitter is I am G M John Johnson, which is J A J O H N S O N. That's, again, that's I am G M Johnson on um, all social media platforms. Today he dropped his book. Um, it is All Boys Aren't Blue. Blue. So that can we talk about how beautiful that cover is? Oh my God! The cover George art. George is first of all. Go ahead. No, I, I just I worked with George on um, Grapevine TV. He very very intelligent, been very fun, very multi layered individual, very educational, entertaining. Like there's just so many things about George that I just find enamoring, and so I just really am glad that George has given us all this book now. All boys aren't blue. Uh, Gabrielle Union's posted it. Um, just. This wave of all these young authors. So, and then also to backtrack a little bit, Michael Arsenal, we shouted out a while ago. His book is out as well. So, I just want to continue to put these people out on, on front. But George is just a great individual. And I have to shout that out. But go on, Dustin. I'm sorry. No, it's cool because both of them are my friends, Michael and George. Yes. And so, they like George Michael. And so, <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of both of them. Um, George actually and Mike both sent me copies of their books. And George's book, it's a, it's a, the cover art is a picture of him um, wearing a flower crown. And when they sent you the book, well, when they sent me the book, rather, they gave me a flower crown, <gasps> just like the one that he's Stop wearing. Stop it. It's actually in the book, yeah. I'm going to put a post up on my Instagram oh my or whatever. Oh, my God, tell him I want one. Oh, my God, I need that flower crown. I will, yeah. <laughs> I want a flower crown. Yeah. Okay. I'll show it to y'all when we get off Zoom, but like, uh, or when we get off the, when we finish recording, but I'm so happy for both of them. They both good, good dudes. Yeah. Like I said, they both my friends and I'm just happy for them. So congratulations to both of you. And yes. I know it's got to be challenging releasing a book during all of this because, yes. you know, that's got to be a pretty scary feeling. And I have seen Michael share, like having to promote it has been mixed for him because it's like yeah, yeah it's his book he wants it out there but he also understands people's financial situations so it's been like a mixed bag of emotions for him but we still have to go up for these supremely talented beings who managed to write a book because that's hard yeah. as it is and then trying to promote it during a fucking pandemic so the levels but the I when I saw uh his cover for the 
what is it? All black boys. All boys. All, all boys, boys aren't blue. Aren't blue. I was like, that is stunning. Like it looks yes, like it is. a classic painting or a movie mm-hmm. cover. Like I can see that going so many places. So I'm excited yes. to read it. Number one, and excited to see where else it can go. So I'm glad you brought that up because I I saw the the book circulating because it just released today. So it I saw the book circulating. Yeah, just today I saw <coughs> all the art circulating on Twitter, and I was like, whoa, who is this? This is stunning. And the, yes, and and both of them, and um, again, that was I am GM Johnson that we've been talking about, but we also mentioned Michael Arsenault. Uh, his social media is Young Cynic. It's S N I C K. Um, check both of them out because they've both been working for so long. They both worked with all of your favorite publications. They've both been in New York doing their thing for like I just have bumped in both of them for so long. So it's just like great to see everybody's like dreams coming to fruition and putting out great work as well because both of them. Like I said, George, and I know Michael is too, but George, like, just as a recent, because I keep seeing him, like, just super fun guy that always has, like, the most valid of valid points. And I just, I love that. I just love that. Shout out to yeah. both of them. Oh, our ecosystem. Right? You know, I ain't going to, I don't think I'm ever be able to write no books. So, you know. You don't know that. That's what, what I say. I don't books think. In you. <laughs> well, I am, so stay tuned because I got a lot to say, guys. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> shit. I just want me like a little Urban Outfitters coffee shop book or some bullshit. You know, little and, tables of books. Yeah, when they be having the coffee table books with the dope ass photographs. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to share before we get out of here? Uh, Shout out to India Sean. I just always do that. Because that's our sister and that's our business. Right. India and that's it. Yeah. She actually dropped the visuals too. I don't know if we had a chance to mention that, but she dropped the visuals for her song with with Six Lack. <laughs> Just kidding <Yes>. with Black. <laughs> it's called In Too Deep. Is that my am I gonna name right? Not too song? deep. Not too deep. It's called Not Too Deep. The visual is animated and it's cool as fuck. And she also dropped a second single, which was Cali Love. Am I yes, saying ma'am. that right? Uh, this is all off top, so bear with me. But she also dropped the visual for that, and it's so pretty. I, mean, I love Beautiful. when she gets into her mystical bag with the sparkles and just the cosmic yes. vibe. So love her. Definitely check that out. Shout out to India yeah. Sean. Shout out to all of y'all. She's so beautiful. Shout right? out to all of you guys that I keep seeing in her lives or just in her lives on like other channels. It's It just means the world to me because India's been riding so damn long, and she's been working for so long. You know, in the vein of George and Mike, George Michael, uh, I just love the fact that people bring up music of hers that she's put out like forever ago, and like they still harass her about it because that way I don't feel like such a fan. People, you know, she's always trying to figure out what she should perform, and she's always and people are always bringing up, um, you know, floating away and galaxies and just the fact that she has this solid catalog of music. So if you haven't had the opportunity to check out India Sean, please check her out. I n d i a s h a w n. And actually, <laughs> I'm like, we just shouting people out. This is shout out corner. I told you. <laughs> Lastly, I have to shout out because this was just so cute. You know, PJ Morton has a, a R&B trivia game in partnership really? with Essence. It's called The B-Sides. And he had the first episode. Y'all, it was so funny. It had um, JoJo and tank and basically he just asked them a bunch of questions about the most obscure (laughs) b-sides and see who gets it right like 
brand. Uh, like this sounds dope. Yo, it is so great because he has like all of our R&B favorites joining him in the trivia game, mm-hmm. and then asking about bands that you're like, oh shit, I forgot about that song, or like I didn't think anyone else knew who this group was, and just random side ass songs that they were trying to remember and it's also just all jokes too because they were all funny as hell so definitely check that out it's called the b-side an r&b trivia game hosted by pj morin in collaboration with essence definitely check that out i guess that's it anything that's else it. that's it that's, that's it y'all. that's it so as always we love you so much thank you for hanging with us this week we hope that you are somewhere feeling good and being safe and sound and we love you and we'll check you out oh, pff, we love you and we'll check you out we love you and we will see you guys next week stay black and protect your magic but more importantly stay inside and wash your hands <laughs> bye